You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Learn more about active love in week eight of our series, Redefined. We are in the eighth week of our Redefined series. Among here, you appreciate the series so far, right? It's, it's something that you really didn't see uh, it's like that reading the Sermon on the Mount. It's found in Matthews 5 to 7. And the reason why Jesus uh, preached this Sermon on the Mount because he was redefining. He was redefining what it means to become a Christian. First and foremost, a Christian is someone who has a relationship with him. Yes, that is true. More than a religion, it's really having a relationship with him. And not only that, we're tayo Natitigil tayo sa may relationship lang tayo kay Lord. But it goes beyond that, that we are also part of His kingdom. And Jesus is the King. And if Jesus is the King, we need to obey and yield to the commands of our commander or our King. That's why in the past weeks, would you agree that the teachings of Jesus are so hard to do, right? Impossible. Dati akala natin, do not murder. O yan, wala akong napapatay. Ipis lang. Kahit nga ipis, ako pa tumatakbo. Diba? Pero ngayon, just the thought if we were angry, unrighteous anger, that's murder already. Wow! Or how about, uh, you shall not commit adultery. And we're like, I'm faithful to my wife. Or I, I am a single person living in purity and holiness. And then Jesus redefines it. He doesn't change it. But he goes straight to the heart and say, if you look at a woman lustfully, you have committed adultery as well. And then there's this uh, uh, command about oath. Naalala niyo po yun? Ngayon, hirap na po tayo mag-promise. Tama po ba? <laughs> Nawahirapan na tayo ngayon mag uh, we, we are more mindful of the way we say, and you know what? It is impossible. It's impossible to obey everything that Jesus said. But here's something good. The reason why we are obeying Jesus is because first and foremost, he has already accepted and loved us. The reason why we're trying to obey Him is not out of the context that tatanggapin ako ni Lord or for God to accept me. The reason why we're obeying Jesus is because He loves us and we love Him. Is that true? And that's the whole motivation. When Jesus gave the Sermon on the Mount, He was telling this to His disciples. He wasn't telling this to someone na nasa labas. He was telling this to his followers, those people who has a relationship, who, ha- who is part of his kingdom. And now we are in the eighth week of our series, and Jesus will give the bomb. If we think that the previous topics are hard, this one's harder. If you ask me for me, it's the hardest. Last week, I turned the other cheek. Naalala niyo po yun? Yung pagkinuha daw yung shirt mo, bigay mo yung cloak mo. And it's really hard. Now is the bomb. Okay? The, one of the hardest commands of Jesus, if not also is controversial. Let's read Matthew 5, verses 43. It says here, Matthew 5, 43, 43. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven for He makes His Son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. 
For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same. You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Let's bow down our heads and let's pray. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, let it be known today that you are Lord, that I am your servant preaching this word. Answer us, O God, that we may know that you are Lord and that you have turned our hearts back to you. Let fire, God, come down from heaven and consume us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's just go through the verse, okay? Matthew 5, verse 43, it says here, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. This one is derived from the Old Testament law, from Leviticus 19, verse 18. But interestingly, okay, during this time, when, G- when, when God says in the Old Testament, You shall love your neighbor, the context is the people of Israel. You have to realize that when God created man, Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve sinned, and there's this separation between God and man, and God was the one who reached out to us. He brought Abraham, and then later became the people of Israel, and God's purpose is that through the nation of Israel, the other, pe- the other nations would see, ah, ganyan pala ang merong God. Ah, ganyan pala yung God ng Bible. And God was telling them the conduct of His people, of how they should live, and one of them is this. Love your neighbor. Neighbor during the Old Testament time means Jewish, kababayan, okay? Israelites. In the New Testament, during Jesus' time, as you know, Israel, because they also rebelled against God, they got conquered eventually by the Roman Empire. And the Roman Empire enslaved the Christians. Kinakawawa, enslaved the Jews. As in talagang uh, opposed persecuted and for them the new testament time your friend or your neighbor is an israelite as well and and when we look at that when we read the old testament you know what's interesting it wasn't stated there there is no line that says hate your enemy Wala pong line sa old testament na nagsabing hate your enemy when jesus said you have heard that it was said Oh, nga, yung Old Testament command, no? love your neighbor and hate your enemy, no? You know what? There's not, there's not hate your enemy there. The Old Testament time, their enemies were those people who are not Jewish. In the New Testament time, the enemies are those people who are not Jewish, the Roman Empire. Tapos meron pa pong mga traidor na, na Jewish daw. Okay, uh, these people, uh, nagtrabaho sila sa Roman Empire, ang tawag sa kanila, tax collectors. Oh, those are our enemies as well. And not only that, during the Roman Empire, nung Christian, uh, pag Jewish ka doon, hindi mo exclusive yun. Nagahalo sila ng ibang nations. Ang tawag sa mga non-Jewish people are pagans or Gentiles. Those are our enemies as well. Others sila kami to. And we think, that God is saying, love our neighbors, tayo-tayo lang. And hate our enemy. Hate the Roman empires. Hate the tax collectors. Hate the Gentiles, yung mga pagan, yung mga different from us. And you know what? Isn't it true that it's so easy for us to hate, not connect with those people who are different from us, right? 
Mahilig ka sa K-drama. Mahilig sila sa teleserye. Diba? Mahilig ka sa uh, basketball. Mahilig siya sa uh, crochet. Ang layo eh, no? It's so hard to connect. Yung tinatry, na-experience nyo ba yun? Yung tinatry nyo kumonek sa isang tao tapos wala talagang common interest. Yung parang, uh, anong favorite mong uh, palabas? Ganito, ganito. Ay, hindi yun yung favorite ko. So, yung, yung wala na talaga, yung mapag, talaga kayong mapag-usapan, yung tinanong mo na lang, uh, uh, anong favorite mong setting sa aircon? <laughs> wala, ka na, wala na talaga maisip eh. <laughs> Pag nagda-drive ka, anong gear yung madalas mong ginagamit? Diba? Sobrang, you're trying to connect because it's not natural for us to connect with and to love those people who are different from us, how much more who are opposed to us. That is why, during their time, ah, so if we love our neighbor, ang ibig bang sabihin nun, kasi opposite ng love, hate. Ang opposite ng neighbor, hindi neighbor. So malamang enemy. So baka love, hate our enemy. And they thought that this is how it was to interpret God's law. But you know what the problem is? If you've realized for the past weeks, if we miss God's heart, we misapply God's laws. And that's the problem of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. They miss the heart of God. Therefore, the application of God's laws are wrong. And you know what? That is still true in our time. Pag may inutos sa Bible, iniisip natin, grabe naman yan! Napaka-legalistic! What we fail to see is the heart of God. If we miss God's heart, we misapply God's law. That's why Jesus was redefining it. And this is how he redefines it. Look at this. Matthew 5, verse 44. It says here, But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Again, if you would remember last week, those commands are more of a passive kind of love. Pag sinampal ka, turn the other cheek. Pag kinuha yung gamit mo, ibigay mo pa. Pag sinabing, Go one mile, go the extra mile. It's so it's more of a passive kind of love. But this time, the reason why it's so hard is because Jesus is shifting from a passive kind of love to an active kind of love. Sabi niya, love your enemies. In the Greek word, the word love are usually, there are four Greek words about love. Okay, storge, okay, uh, uh, phileo, Eros, those are love for brothers and sisters, common love, familial love. But there's this one word, agape or agapao, that is mostly used in a divine way. It means it's so hard, it's unconditional, it is almost impossible for a person to do this apart from the grace of God. Guess which word God or, or the author of Matthew used? It's agape unconditionally love your enemies. Wow. That is so hard. <laughs> when I was making this preaching, I was like, Lord, I repent. <laughs> Let me be the first one to tell you, every time we preach messages like this, kami po yung unang tinatamaan. At kami po yung unang nagre-repent. My prayer is at the same time when you, when you feel like God's speaking to your heart, I pray that the same way 
that God is working in the hearts of those people who heard this is the same way that would, the Holy Spirit would work at your heart. So the question is, what kind of love does, the, does God want us to show? Look at this, sabi dito, Matthew 5, 44, 45 onwards, sabi dito, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. Yung word na you may be sons of your Father, it doesn't mean na pag ginawa natin to, magiging sons tayo ni God or daughters tayo ni God. What it means is, you are already a son. You are already a daughter of the Father. And every time we love our enemies, we just show that we are part of God's family. Ibig sabihin, para siyang, kumbaga ngayon sa birth certificate natin, nalalaman natin na estrera ka, or tan ka, or paunil ka, pag nabasa mo yung birth certificate, it's a mark. Oh, okay. How would a person know that we are part of God's family? It's love like this. An unconditional, agape, loving your enemies kind of love. It's so different. And later we're going to unpack it more. It says also, let's continue with this one. Verse 45. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. What does it show us? That God's love is unconditional. Mabait man yan, masama yan, or what have you. This is what we know as the common grace of God. And it shows that His love is unconditional. Common grace po ni God. Aren't you happy? No? Hindi pa, hindi pa natin to nakikita, no? Yung parang, hindi pa kayo nagtataka kung bakit. Minsan, kung ari, may, may, may kilala kang sobrang sinner, tapos, siya lang yung binabagyo. Di ba? <laughs> tapos ikaw, oh, hindi mo mahilit, ah. Okay? So, Look at this. He makes the sun rise and the rain fall on the just and on the unjust. You know, I've always been hearing this question, and this is a legit, legitimate, valid question. If God is good, why are bad things happening to people? You know what? Answering that is so complex, it's so hard, but, but it makes me also think, have we ever thanked God that there are still good things good things happening to undeserving people. Have you ever, have we ever thanked God that God has been continually blessing us even though we don't really bring our best attitude forward? Maybe for some of us here, nag-sin tayo, nag-nakaw tayo ng stapler sa office. <laughs> Pero blines ka pa rin. Na-promote ka pa rin. Minsan nagre-reklamo tayo, Kilala nga ako, hindi Christian. Mas mayaman pa sa amin, mas marami pang business. The answer to that, common grace. Have you ever heard those people, non-Christian people, who are smarter than you? Who are, who are wiser than you? The response shouldn't be mainggit. The response should be, Wow! God loves them so much, much. Common grace, His unconditional love. Even though those people who don't believe in Him may never believe in Him, you know how God responds? Love. Grace. Unconditional love. It's so hard. That's how God moves. Kaya minsan pag may nagtatanong, bakit ganun si God? I feel like I'm, I'm not deserving of what His blessings are. The answer to that, Gracious siya eh. Unconditional yung love niya. Let's continue. 
verses 46 to 47. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Kahit yung pinakamasamang taong kilala nyo, I'm telling you, mabait siya sa mga taong mabait sa kanya. It's so easy, again, to love and to like and to connect and to build relationships and to help people who are loving, who are deserving, who are helping us, but it's so hard to love those people who are others from us. And that's what Jesus was saying here. Who are the others back then? The Roman Empire, the tax collector, na trinaydor yung nation nila. The Gentiles. Jesus is saying, if you love someone just because they love you, and if you are give, giving a favorable response just because they are giving a favorable response to you, what's different there? Gentiles do that as well. Other people do that as well. Pagans do that as well. Tax collectors do that as well. And guess what? Yung pinakakinamumuhian yun nun, Roman Empire does that as well. There's nothing different there. But the love that God wants you and I to have is a different kind of love. The biblical term for different is holy. A holy kind of love. Yung mapapa, whoa, ibang klase yun ah. Have you ever seen some posts in Facebook, lalo na ngayon, no? sobrang overwhelmed tayo with the posts in our Facebook. Sometimes we just scroll. But every so, every so often, something strikes you. Mapapatigil ka. Mapapaklik ka. This is something like that kind of love. Love, okay lang yan. Gentiles with those people who are kind, okay lang yan. Love your enemies, whoa! Iba to ah. There's something different here. That's the kind of love God is saying. And you know what? In church history, Tertullian, one of our church uh, fathers, uh, one theologian back then, this is how he saw the Roman Empire describe Christians. You know what? During their time, I think it was in the third century, there was a major plague that happened. Nakarun ng famine, nakarun ng plague. And the rich people, the Gentiles, the Roman authorities, Sobrang takot nilang mahawa do sa sakit sa, ng kamag-anak nila na even if kadugo nila yung tao, relative nila yon, they throw that person out of their house because they're so afraid of inf- getting infected by whatever disease that is. It was so hostile. The world back then, it was so evil. You don't have anything to contribute to me? I don't care. Get out. May sakit ka? Baka mahawaan mo pa kami. Alis! I don't care. Not only that, the same people who does this are the same people who crucifies Christians, who burns them alive, who beheads them. And you know what? This is how Tertullian observed the Roman Empire respond to Christians because this is what Christians would do. The same people who took away their possessions or rather the same people whom the Roman empires took possessions from, is the same people, the first people, in fact, the only people who accepted those people na pinatapo ng mga kambag-anak kasi infected ng kung ano man famine na yon at plague na yon. 
he was so surprised that this is how Tertullian said the Romans and described the Christians. Sabi doon, look how they love one another. For they themselves, pagans, hate one another. And how they are ready to die for each other, for they themselves are readier to kill each other. Look how they love one another. That's the line that the Romans were saying when they saw a love that's different. An unconditional kind of love. And the Roman empires are like, burn them! But see how they love them. See how they loved one another. The light was shining brightest in the darkest part of their lives. This is powerful. Now, how do we apply this in our lives? It's time for the rubber to meet the road. Now, before I go to more practical, because Jesus did give some practical things that we should do this. First up, loving someone doesn't mean you show the same level of affection to everyone. Let me say that again. Loving someone doesn't mean you show the same level of affection to everyone. I hug my wife. I won't hug someone who stole something from me. (laughs) It's not required. And sometimes, the reason why it's so hard to love someone, kasi niisip natin, dapat ba malambing ako sa kanya? Dapat ba maging cheesy ako sa kanya? It's not the same. Loving doesn't mean, or loving doesn't equal affection. What it means is, there is equal value. We don't see the person as someone who is less than nothing. We see the person as a person. Image of God. Kahit may crime na ginawa yan. Someone may do a crime to you, you're not commanded to hug that person. You're not commanded to be close with that person. But God is commanding us to love that person. Loving doesn't mean absence of justice. Some of us were thinking, so if I love them, does it mean dapat magpatalo na lang ako sa lahat ng cases? No, loving doesn't mean absence of justice. What it means is absence of bitterness. Absence of hate. So hard, no? But so practical. What are practical ways God showed us that we can love our enemies? Look at these verses. But I say to you, say to you who hear, this is a, coming from a parallel verse of the Sermon on the Mount from Luke 6, Luke 6. Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who abuse you. Speak blessing. Pag pray daw natin sila. Minsan kasi yung prayer natin, sabi kasi daw, pray, bless your enemies. Lord, I bless them, kunin nyo na sila. <laughs> May they see heaven, okay? No, that's not the kind of prayer that He wants from us. Pray. In fact, pray for salvation. If a sinner does something bad against you, he was just acting out of his own nature. He was just being a sinner. What that person need needs is a savior. If a sinner does something bad against you, natural, sinner yan eh. That person needs a savior, but a Christian, a Christian would respond differently. Bless, pray. Have you prayed for your enemies? 
Nagtatrabaho ka mabuti sa office, don't raise your hands, pero sino sa inyo, ganito na feel nyo. Nagtatrabaho kayo mabuti sa office, pinag-iinitan ka ng boss mo. Tingin mo sa boss mo, may dalawang sungay. <laughs> no, 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 bless them. Bless them. You're minding your own business. You're trying to help out other people in your workplace. Tapos ikaw pa yung sinisiraan. Ginogossip ka pa. Kinakalagkad ka pa pababa. Pray for them. Lord, I pray that you would soften their hearts. Lord, I pray. And you know what? If you ask them, and you realize some of them, may, may issue pala sa bahay, guess what? If you pray for them, boom, mag-iiba yung heart yan. I'm telling you, there's something powerful when we move in the opposite spirit. I once tried this. I used to work in a call center, no? medyo cutthroat yung culture doon minsan eh. No? And, hindi naman, di ka naman siya kaaway, no? pero he was just so abrasive. He was just so, you know, parang nakakasakit lang talaga ng damdamin. But hearing this person, yung pala may issue pala siya sa bahay. I prayed for that person. Afterwards, he was still abrasive, but he, he bigla lang nagka-respect sa akin. I'm not saying this is what's gonna happen every time you do this. What I'm trying to say is this. If you reply hate with another hate, where will this go? Pray. Bless. Lord, I pray for their family. Lord, I, And you know what? As you pray, napapansin nyo, binabago ni guard yung heart nyo. We're trying to say, Lord, baguhin mo siya! But when we start praying, you know who God changes? You. Ikaw yun nababago yung heart. It's not a natural response, but this is what God is telling us to do. Next one. Oh yeah, pray. That's the first thing that God is asking us to do. Next, look at this. But love your enemies and do good. And lend. I won't touch that because similar to the topic last week. Expecting nothing in return and your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High for He is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. What can we say here? Do good thou. Do good. Last week was a passive kind of love. Sinaktan ka, sige, na. But this time, be proactive, do good. Wow. I was remember, I won't mention which school. But as you know, not every campus that we go into welcomes us. There are some who are very happy that we get to partner with them, but there are some who doesn't want us there. So I was remember presenting every nation campus in what we do to this principal's office. And he was, she was so like uh, short-tempered. Kulang na lang paalising kami sa school. As in talaga, oh, doon na kayo, doon na kayo. Kutasa may mag-present. So, labas kami. Tapos, syempre, um, what we're planning to do is punta kami sa cafeteria. That's an excuse usually that we do so that we can talk to students. So, nandun kami. Tapos, nakita namin yung principal ma- meters away. Sumisigaw siya in front of the other student. Ba't kayo nandiyan? Siya ba sinabi ko malis sa kayo? Alis, alis! <laughs> so, parang kami, wow! Yung heart namin, parang gusto Lord, okay! <laughs> Lord, okay! <laughs> Okay, so we, the status of us there in that campus, para siyang um, ninja, you know, nandun kami nakaabang sa labas. 
Buti na lang may isa tayong student, no? student council siya, so minsan nakakapasok kami. Tapos pag nandun yung principal, gumawa. <laughs> Nagtatago talaga kami. No? But uh, just this year, we had our Brigada Escuela. And as you know, every uh, public school uh, doesn't have enough personnel to help them with their um, uh, school. So what we did is that we're saying we want to bless them. We want to help clean their campus. So we went there, and she was the same principal. Guess what? She welcomed us. Hi, hello, all nation. Yeah, okay. So every nation, po, every nation, every nation. Okay. So, sige, tas may picture pa kami. You know what the status right now of our campus? Still closed. They forgot us. Okay. But it's okay. Well, we were cleaning the, well, the students were cleaning that, uh, the, the school. They were praying and blessing the campus. No good. We're believing God that God's going to continually open that campus. Let me read, just quickly read these verses. Repay, repay no one for e- evil for evil, but give thought to all that is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, leave, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. For if he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. How can we practically apply this? Another one is greet them. At least say hi. Pilitin niyo pong umite. Hi. Some say, di ba ako plastic niyan? E nagpapakatoto lang ako eh. E kung nagpapakatoto ka, mahali may kaaway mo. Kasi Christian ka eh. <laughs> 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 <Di> ba? <laughs> so, <laughs> if you're really true with yourself, love the person. <laughs> Make an effort. Greet. Just say hi. You don't have to be close again. Let me close with this couple of the, uh, verses. You therefore must be perfect. The word perfect here doesn't mean walang mali. It means just mature, not lacking anything. Same way, God's not lacking anything. And if we are a Christian, we already have everything we need with Christ. This kind of love is a divine kind of love. It's so hard to do. It's very idealistic. Maybe for some of you are saying, impossible yan. And you know what? It's true. But isn't it true? that you would want to see a lot like this in our world today. Isn't it true that we would want a love like this, especially when it is directed towards us and you? How can we do this? This is the love that the broken world needs. The love that this world needs is, doesn't come from the romantic, mushy, cheesy kind of love. We need a divine kind of love. How can we as Christians give this divine kind of love? Let's read from Ephesians 2, verses 1 to 2. It says here, And you were dead. The you there were our Christians. Tayo daw po yan. You were dead in the trespasses and sin in which you once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at, at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, 
and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Did you hear that? Dati daw po, kagalit sa atin si God. The wrath of God is upon us. That's what the verse says. We were by nature children of wrath. Anak ng galit. God's mad at us because of our sin. Because of our evilness. Because of what we've done wrong against Him. But God, being rich in mercy, because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace we have been saved. Romans 5 verse 10, For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by His life. For us to love our enemies, we must first see that we were the enemies whom God loved. For us to love our enemies unconditionally, differently, divinely, we must first see that you and I, we were the enemies that God loved. We were singing that in our songs kanina. You're cursed and laugh, you did not cry. A thousand men you'll crucify. Screams and stains fill your mind. You looked upon me with delight. This is what, this is the kind of love God has for us. Let me end with this verse. This is from the message version. In a word, what I'm saying is, grow up. You're you're kingdom subjects. Now live like it. Live out your God-created identity, live generously and graciously toward others the way God lives toward you. This is who we are. This is our image. To return evil to someone who is good is satanic. It's devilish. To return good to someone who does something good to you and to return bad to some, someone who does something bad to you is fair. It's justice. It is expected. It's human. But to love someone who did evil against you, it is divine. Let me propose to you right now, in a world full of broken hearts, counterfeit loves, and abusive people, the world desperately needs, craves for a divine kind of love, an unconditional, holy kind of love. Let you and me be that person who would say, I will love you the same way God loved you.